Fantasy Football Kings and Queens, welcome into our Waiver Wire Week 17 podcast. It's Championship Week. I'm AJ Passman, as always, here with you uh, to talk about our top pickups. We actually have uh, Callan, uh, gave Callan the week off, so it is just me today. And uh, thanks for joining. And uh, as it is just, just me, we're going to do things a little bit different. Um, as much as I love hearing the sound of my own voice, uh, I'm just going to give you some of my top picks, uh, players that I think would actually be worth starting for championship week, because honestly, at this point, you know, what else are we doing? You're not you're not stashing. So, um, again, welcome to championship week. Hopefully, hopefully it means that you are here and you are uh, you started Rex Burkhead. <laughs> or uh, Amon Ross St. Brown or Justin Jackson. Any of those guys punched your ticket to the playoff finals, just like we drew it up. Um, you know, it, it's, it's been a, it's been a weird season, but in a weird way, it's been a waiver wire playoff. So a lot of these hot names have come up and really come up big. So if you have a need and you're looking at an injury or you're looking at uh, any sort of problem with your starting roster don't be afraid to put somebody in if they're going to get the workload because uh, that's what we're seeing that that these guys can absolutely uh, save your week or give you a solid floor uh, to fill in some of those gaps so without further ado um, I, I let, let's get right into it um, we will start with the running backs and over in Jacksonville James Robinson tore his Achilles in week 16 so obviously you know we wish him the best um, you know, we play fantasy, but ultimately these are, these are real people. So we do hope James Robinson gets better. He's really fun to watch and I've loved uh, just seeing, seeing what he can do when, when given the opportunity again this week. So get better J Rob. Um, but with Carlos Hyde on injured reserve, that means that uh, DeRay Ogunbowale uh, popped right up as the next man up. He's only 1% rostered and carried, uh, Carried the ball 17 times for 57 yards and a score. So he's obviously a good play here, and he should get the starting nod in week 17. Um, you know, on the other side of the ball, New England is obviously going to be a must start on defense, going up against the Jags and also going up against backups. Um, but I do think that, um, you know, New England has been a little bit more generous to the run than the pass. Uh, they've definitely given up some big scores uh, over the season. And I also think that Ogunbowale should be pretty game script proof. Uh, he was a pass catching specialist in, in Wisconsin. And then when he was, um, you know, on, on the Buccaneers and the, and the Texans, that was kind of his skill set. So I think regardless of, of what the game script is, he should continue to be involved. He saw four targets um, when he started filling in for James Robinson. So I would see that continuing. Um Second pick for me, moving over to Philadelphia, uh, Miles Sanders has already been ruled out of week 17. So it looks like Jordan Howard is going to get the start there. Um, so it's kind of in between Jordan Howard and Boston Scott. Uh, they're both widely available. Jordan Howard is 16% rostered and Boston Scott is 15% in Yahoo League. So both of them are out there. I think either one of them could provide some flex value, but it looks like Jordan Howard is going to get the start. So he'll probably have uh, the advantage when it comes to carries and should continue to get a little bit more goal line work. So 
Jordan Howard is, is is my start there, but I do think Boston Scott has more upside. I could certainly see him busting a bigger play than Jordan Howard. Um, just watching them play uh, definitely has a little bit more juice. So uh, those, those are kind of my, my big picks there. And obviously Rex Burkhead in Houston, I, I get it. I, I left him on my bench to my own detriment uh, in week 16. And so now I'm on the outside looking into the fantasy championships, but you know, it seemed like with David Johnson out, Houston does not mind giving Burkhead the ball. And even with Johnson back in, I think that they're going to continue to lean on him because what else are they doing? Uh, so <laughs> with Rex Burkhead, only 14% rostered again, uh, he's out there. San Francisco is not, um, you know, they're not in a particularly scary matchup. They're kind of middle of the pack, number 17 against um, against the running back position this season. So I get it. For me, it's a big risk to put your fantasy playoffs in Burkhead's hands, but I do think they're going to continue to feed him. Um, and I mean, if week 16, if he can do anything close to what he had in week 16, he was the overall running back four with 149 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. So um, def- definitely, you know, you could do a lot worse than Rex Burkhead. I wouldn't expect that kind of performance, but, you know, I I, th- I think that he's a, he's actually a worthwhile start, which Again, a pattern this season is things we did not see ourselves saying. So, uh, but I, I honestly, I like Rex Burkhead probably better than uh, some of these other potential ads like Duke Johnson, who was a big name uh, coming out of out of week 15. Uh, Miami's playing right now. And so it's a little bit hard to know exactly how that backfield is going to split up in Miami. But uh, but I would rather trust Rex Burkhead over somebody like Duke Johnson, who might be battling battling out for touches with three to four other uh, backs there. So, um, you know, another potential name would be Keyshawn Vaughn. You know, we saw him definitely get mixed in with Ronald Jones. We know Ronald Jones kind of can get into trouble, but he had a great week, great week 16. So, um, but I would still play Rex Burkhead over any of those names, uh, like even Craig Reynolds or Keyshawn Vaughn. Um, The only way that I would put somebody like Craig Reynolds above uh, Rex Burkhead is if DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams were both out, but I do think he, he could be a decent flex, flex option as well, but you just got to watch what's coming out of Detroit. Um, so that is, uh, that's the running back position. So those are my kind of top guys there. Obviously DeRay Okumbawale is my top pick there, uh, followed somewhat closely by Jordan Howard, but, uh, D as, as they call him gets the nod there because I do think there's going to be less competition. Um, and I don't really think he's going to give up much of much of the workload, um, to Tavon Austin or whatever hodgepodge Jacksonville has behind him. So moving over to the wide receivers, uh, my, my top pick here is out of Buffalo last week, Callan and I, we were both really excited about Gabe Davis. Uh, and then he landed on the COVID list. So, um, Cole, Cole Beasley is, is, was out for week 16. Gabriel Davis was out for week 16 and they're both, uh, unvaccinated. So it seems likely they're also going to miss week 17. Just, you know, the protocols if for unvaccinated players is still kind of that at least 10 days. Um, so they are definitely in a race against time and looking unlikely to play. So if that's the case, Isaiah McKenzie looks amazing. So, uh, coming out of the slot, he looked awesome. He got 12 targets from Josh Allen, turned that into 11 receptions for 125 yards and a, and a touchdown. Um, 
his real competition uh, coming out of there is Emmanuel Sanders, who just has not really looked the same since he kind of came on strong in week, you know, four and five. But after getting hurt, uh, Sanders has not had a fantasy relevant performance in 10 weeks. So I don't really trust him. I'd rather put it in Isaiah McKenzie. And uh, again, if, um, you know, barring some sort of miraculous turnaround, um, if Cole Beasley and Gabe Davis do play, then obviously that drops Isaiah McKenzie way down my list. But if they're both out, then I mean, I'm I'm almost comfortable starting Isaiah McKenzie as like a wide receiver too. Um, he he really could get that much uh, play because if you look at the matchup against Atlanta, it is just fantastic against really any offensive player. Um, but we love it against slot receivers, so uh, I would. He, he could be one of those players that we look back and, and see him as a, you know, top five, top 10 performance for the week. Um, moving down to uh, the next one, uh, KJ Osborne is, is another great option. Uh, you know, after week 15, he kind of had a, had a down week, but even with Adam Thielen coming back, he re aggravated that, that high ankle sprain. So I'm going to, you know, the classic thing in that we're going to be doing this week is monitoring everything, right? So we've got COVID, we've got injuries, we've got uh, potential resting of players, depending on, you know, what, what team is in there. So uh, KJ Osborne, I think is, um, is definitely a, a good play, especially if Thielen is out. Uh, we've seen him kind of fill in and he did an, um, you know, a, another fantastic uh, performance in week 16, uh, getting seven targets, five receptions, 68 yards, and another score. So um, against Green Bay, I could see more scoring there with with Green Bay humming along. Um, and, you know, the last time that, that Green Bay and Minnesota played, it was a, it was a shootout that, um, you know, Kirk Cousins kind of rose to the occasion. So hopefully, you know, you, you'll have that as well, and you can fire up K.J. Osborne kind of in your wide receiver three spot. Um, on the other side of the football, those are my other two picks uh, as far as priorities here. And it's really just depends on who's available. Uh, Marquez Valdez scaling really liked him coming into week 16, but then he also, he went on the COVID list. So Alan Lazard filled right in. So I think that if, uh, if MVS is available, then he would be my preferred play there. But if he is not, if he cannot come off the list, um, I, I don't know his vaccination status, so it, it's been a little bit challenging to find that. But um, if, if he's not available, uh, then Alan Lazard, who's 24% rostered, is a is another great play against Minnesota, again, in what should be or could be um, a fairly high-scoring affair. So uh, the only other names that I will mention for wide receiver would be uh, Jalen Guyton and Joshua Palmer out of uh, Los Angeles. Um Guyton again, uh, COVID-19 list th- this week. So that allowed, uh, Josh Palmer to kind of s- fill in with Guyton and Mike Williams on the COVID list. And again, uh, he, he slotted right in six targets, uh, got five receptions for 43 yards and a score. So if Guyton and Mike Williams are out, which Mike Williams is also, uh, not vaccinated. So he is, uh, already uh, I think he's even less likely to make week 17. He's, he should not be playing um, and sh- may have already been ruled out. So Mike Williams is definitely uh, seems to be like he's, he's not going to be in the way there for Josh Palmer. But if Guyton is also out, then again, Guyton is another, uh, then Josh Palmer is another name that, um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't hesitate 
putting in there to a, to a flex spot. Um, I think that he's kind of got that solid. Um, he's already started getting a, a solid rapport with Justin Herbert and you tie to a nice quarterback. So um, with just uh, Keenan Allen ahead of them, um, then, then I think Palmer's a great play. So if Guyton is out there, then I think he's proved it a little bit more. I think he's got maybe a little bit more of that big play potential, maybe a little bit more of that boom bust option, kind of like a Marquez Valdez scaling. So, you know, if, if you're needing somebody like that heading into your, into your fantasy cha- championship where you need to kind of get that big score, then, you know, I, I like going with, with Jalen Guyton there. So, uh, th- those are definitely the picks there for the, uh, for the wide receiver area, but you know, wide receiver is such a crap shoot. You know, I, I could definitely see players like Marcus Callaway, T Y Hilton, even Kadarius Tony coming back. Uh, you know, the, those guys are all, you know, further down the list, but um, should see some playing time again and could be really desperation options there. So moving on to tight end, our favorite place I've been resisting it all season, but I do have to say that my top pick at tight end this week is out of Seattle, Gerald Everett. Um, You know, ever since Russell Wilson came back from his injury, he has just been looking Gerald Everett's way. Athletic guy, which, you know, I know all tight ends are, (laughs) but, um, but he, you know, he, he just continues to get targets, got another five targets uh, against, uh, against Chicago in, in week 16. And, uh, you know, turn that into 68 yards and a score. So um, he is he is getting red zone looks. He is, you know, f- inexplicably, you know, being as targeted as, as often as DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett in some of these games. So, um, you know, I think the Detroit matchup is just such a great one for him that if, if you're streaming tight ends and God bless you, because a lot of us probably are. Um, then, you know, I think Gerald ever is a, is a good directional look. He's, he's 42% rostered. So I think that, you know, that floor or that fl- mix of floor and upside that he has been able to, to put together over the last few weeks um, has definitely kind of made him a little bit more attractive of a streamer. So again, I mean, 14, 14.8 points and half PPR um, is a fantastic tight end score. So if he can get you anywhere close to that, you know, then, then you could be cooking um, after that. You know, as long as Darren Waller is out, then I'm going to continue looking at Foster Moreau as a as a potential start. Um, obviously, Hunter Renfro caught a touchdown this week, um, but you know, as as teams continue to kind of try to game script and and plan for whether it's Hunter Renfro or Zay Jones, um, you know, we could see Foster Moreau continue to get targets. But you know, uh, 67 yards on on four receptions uh, that's that's a great week for a tight end. Uh, Moreau is still only 22% rostered. So he's, he's out there. And I think that he's, you know, he kind of had a clunker that first week that Darren Waller was out again. And I think that scared some people off, but I wouldn't be scared of it. I think that, that he, he's going to provide you something there. Um, very similar to Evan Ingram, you know, now we get into some of these, some of these players that, you know, I don't see a a ton of upside. You might, you know, you're just hoping for, um, for a touchdown to, to spike a score here and there. But, um, but, you know, if you're, if you need a solid floor, you know, Evan Ingram has been, has been fairly solid. Um, you know, the, the giants go up against Chicago next week, which, you know, again, I, I, I think it's, I think whoever is under center at, in New York is going to look to the tight end 
they're just going to, they're just going to check down that way. So I like Evan Ingram. And then, you know, you've got kind of everybody else like the Tyler Conklins, uh, Mo Ellie Cox and, you know, Cole Komet. Um, and then, you know, getting into one of our, our favorites to mention, uh, somewhat derisively is James O'Shaughnessy. So you've definitely got those, but I, I think that, you know, for me, Gerald Everett and Foster Moreau are the top two, um, and it's not very close after that. So, uh, so those are the tight ends. And now we're going to move into the quarterbacks and there are a few options this week. Um, again, a lot of quarterbacks, uh, particularly it, you may be seeing that a lot of quarterbacks are more than 50% rostered. Um, and there's not as many available, uh, which is pretty normal during the playoffs. I think as, as managers want to kind of hedge their bets, uh, not, not stashing as many wide receivers or, you know, backups in, in other places. Um, they're stashing a quarterback to either keep them away from you. Um, or maybe you're doing the same thing. So, um, but there are definitely some, some decent options here. I think that, you know, uh, Carson Wentz in Indianapolis, I think that he could be, a, um, you know, he, he could provide a really nice floor for you with, with, you know, with even potentially a bigger game, um, against Las Vegas, uh, so he's, he's 48% rostered, uh, week 16 against Arizona through for 225 yards and two touchdowns, uh, which is just, you know, a, a nice solid score. So I think Carson Wentz will definitely get you kind of that. He'll get you close to that 20, um, that 20 points that you want from a quarterback. There is kind of a safe, safe option. But if, if you want a little bit more of that upside, then I would look towards a couple of players that did not play this week. So we saw their rostered uh, percentages drop. That's Justin Fields and Taysom Hill. And, you know, uh, Fields is 20, 23% rostered. And again, it's continue to be playing better. So if he is, uh, active again in week 17, then, uh, I love the matchup against the giants. I think that he could definitely, um, you know, he he's, he's always likely to, uh, bust a big run and that, that rushing upside is, is just great. So, uh, similar with, with Taysom Hill, I mean, we'll see. Um, obviously he's on the COVID he's on the COVID list as well. So if he comes off of that, you know, um, I'm watching Monday night football right now, and I don't think he has a lot of competition for the role. So, uh, he should slot right in against Carolina divisional game. Um, again, I think that just that rushing upside is there. Um, but two, two, two names that, that I'm kind of looking at a little bit here are Trey Lance. I, I, I would keep an eye on that with San Francisco heading into Houston in week 17. Uh, it looks like, you know, they've talked about Jimmy Garoppolo trying to gut it out um, after his injury. But um, I think there's, you know, we're also seeing Sean McVay kind of, he's talking up Trey Lance the way only Sean McVay can. Um, so it, it seems like they are prepping to have him uh, start in week 17. So, you know, it, it hasn't been the season that, that we had hoped for from Trey Lance. You know, he, he really hasn't gotten on the field, um, but, you know, he was drafted. We were all excited about him because he does have that rushing upside. So uh, it's a little bit of a riskier play um, along with uh, even Davis Mills. Uh, so, again, I didn't think I'd be mentioning this many Houston players, but um, but Davis Mills, it, it could could be a decent option. Um, he has he's played pretty well. I don't think he's going to give you a huge week, but he could be solid. But um, again, I think I think you know those are a little bit of a 
deeper streamers or if you're in super flex, you know, I think the, those guys would definitely be worth a QB two start. Um, but you know, my, my, my top plays here are probably going to be Carson Wentz and then either Taysom Hill, if he's back or Justin Fields, if, if they're back. So, um, but if you are just desperate for, um, uh, for another, for another player, then keep looking at San Francisco. Um, I think that Trey Lance could, could be a, a decent option. Finally, for the defenses, we've got a few a uh, few good ones here. Uh, first off, Seattle. They're 50% rostered um, after going up against Chicago. I think a lot of people streamed them, but they were also a good stream, you know, for pretty much, you know, the uh, these two weeks with Detroit coming up in fantasy, fantasy finals week. So uh, definitely I, I think that, you know, Seattle could certainly, um, you know, put up some takeaways here against Detroit. Um, who continues to have nothing to play for this season has no real incentive to bring back, you know, DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson's already out. So other than Amon Ross St. Brown and, you know, some combination of, um, you know, Craig Reynolds and uh, Jamal Williams, there, there's really not a whole lot of offense. So there's not going to be a lot of points scored against. And I think there's definitely the opportunity for some takeaways, especially if Tim Boyle kind of, um, you know, stays under center for them. So, uh, Seattle's definitely a, a good pick. I also like Cleveland. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, I think according to PFF, has had the most turnover-worthy plays of any quarterback over the last several weeks. Uh, so that's just great for a Cleveland defense coming in um, who just uh, who just lost a close one in Green Bay. But uh, Cleveland uh, down to 39% rostered after that. Um, it makes sense. I, don't, I think a lot of people were hesitant to start them against Green Bay. Uh, but fire them right up against Pittsburgh. Love them and, and uh, love that matchup. And again, just plenty of opportunity for uh, for scoring opportunities for Cleveland. So, uh, and finally, Chicago, who has been a, a better real life defense um, in, in certain games. Uh, you know, they just pulled off a win uh, on the back of Nick Foles of all people uh, in in Week 16 against Seattle. They are playing the Giants, who again continue to have so many issues with injuries and. Uh, you know, whether it's Mike Glennon or Jake Fromm uh, at quarterback for the Giants, you know, that just spells opportunity for Chicago. So definitely turnover prone, plenty of opportunities for takeaways for Chicago defense. So those are our picks for that. Um, again, if if you are uh, if you have a league where your ch- league championship is actually week 18, I will be back next week to kind of sign off for the season, but also give some picks for for week 18. So definitely tune back in for that. Um, but for everything else, uh, definitely good luck out there. Definitely pick up some of these guys to see, and hopefully, hopefully they will work out. Um, remember, uh, when you win, it's because you're skilled. And when your opponent wins, it's because they're lucky. Uh, so <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully your skill will, will come through and, uh, and we will have a, uh, load of, of QB list championships to celebrate, um, over the off season. But, uh, those are my quick picks again. Um, check out the waiver wire article. Um, I will put a little bit more information in there, maybe mention a couple other players. Um, and that should be out on Tuesdays, uh, or Tuesday about the same time as this podcast goes out. So, um, again, uh, thanks everybody. We will see you next week to wrap up the season, but, Thanks for hanging out with me tonight as I do this solo. Good luck, and uh, we'll see you next week.